I'll tell you what, there's always pressure when people ask me for recommendations because there's always that fear of people not liking what I've recommended and you know, it always just torches my heart a little bit, but it is what it is, right? The Halal Food Podcast, brought to you by Halal Run, the number one guide to halal eating options in the US, Canada, and the UK. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and welcome to the Halal Food Podcast, brought to you by Halal Run. On this podcast, we feature inspiring and accomplished Muslims in the West from all backgrounds, and we talk to them about their lives, as well as the halal restaurants where they love to eat. Today's episode features Imad Ahmed, one of the top halal food bloggers in the greater Toronto area. Imad blogs everywhere under the handle Halal or Nothing. He's primarily on Instagram, but you can also find him on TikTok as well as YouTube. What's fascinating about Imad is he only started doing this relatively recently. But in a very short period of time, he has grown one of the largest and most devoted followings of halal food content creators in Toronto. And he does this primarily because of the quality of his content as well as his recommendations. And he's got some great recommendations in store for us today. So without further delay, let's jump over to the interview. If you like what you hear and you find it valuable, make sure to hit that like button and also drop us a comment and saying hi. Imad, welcome. Assalamu alaikum and thank you so much for joining us today. Wa alaikum assalam. Thank you for having me. Really excited for, to uh, share my insights today. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So to jump right in it, uh, Imad, how did you get into halal food blogging? What uh, what got you excited about it, and uh, and how's that journey been? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of an interesting story. Um, back a couple of years ago, in peak COVID, uh, I had just gotten an iPhone for the first time, so I was interested in making uh, content on TikTok. So I did that for a couple of years. I made a lot of you know just goofy Islamic content, a lot of Islamic com- comedy, some religious content as well. Um, and it popped off pretty well. I got close to 50,000 followers on TikTok on my personal platform. And then I kind of fell out of love for it. And I wanted to kind of steer away from uh, making TikToks under my own personal account. And then I started to make a little bit of food content on that account. And then I noticed that it started to pick up on the algorithm a little bit. So I said, hey, why not? Let's just, you know, go full steam ahead and, and create like an entire page dedicated to food blogging. So I initially started out on TikTok and alhamdulillah, like it went uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well. And, you know, here we are today with over 34,000 followers on Instagram and over 22,000 followers on TikTok as well. Um, this obviously could not have, uh, could not have happened with the, the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, he's blessed me a lot. He's helped me get closer to my deen and he's helped me and he's blessed me with this platform so I could, you know, spread joy, spread cheer, uh, and ultimately help other people get closer to their deen by eating halal. Fantastic. You know, we always say bloggers like yourself, the halal sort of content creation community serves a very important function. So we're excited about, you know, what you do and how you make people aware of like places we want to eat because we all do. Yeah, 100%. So are you uh, originally from Toronto or did you move there more recently? What's uh, where have you lived besides Toronto, if anything? Yeah, so I'm born and raised in Mississauga, which is the, sub- the first suburb outside of Toronto. So Born and raised in Toronto, I've lived in Canada my entire life. My parents are immigrants from Pakistan. Uh, they came uh, in the late '80s, so I've just been born and raised here. And you know, I I don't know if you can tell, like I have no accent at all. Like it's it's 
I've been born and bred here and very proud to be from Toronto. What I would say is the greatest city on the uh, on the planet for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. I'm originally Canadian myself, uh, born further north than you, Sudbury. Uh, but oh, wow. I have yeah, I have nothing but love and respect for you know for Toronto and the and the Greater Toronto Area. So uh, excited to hear more about the food options. Uh, so in your kind of in your life, I guess Imad, how have you seen the halal food scene in Toronto evolve and grow and change? Yeah, so obviously I I'm pretty young, so I'm only 22 years old. Uh, I haven't been around as much as many other people who are who have been doing halal food blogging in Toronto for a while. Um, but I have I, I will say that I have seen the halal food scene grow uh, pretty substantially. I would say that uh, there's a hundred percent a lot more halal options than there were ten years ago. Um, but in general, I feel like there's a lot of spots, but the kind of way the spots kind of uh, the kind of way that the spots kind of pop up in and around the GTA are based off of these trends. So I feel like one person has a spark of innovation, create something, and then everybody else kind of follows along. Uh, and it kind of has this kind of domino effect where a lot of people open up the same kind of business. So I'll give you a few examples. Like, uh, for example, like Pakistani restaurants, there's a lot of Pakistani restaurants opening up with really, really nice interiors. I don't know who was the first to start that in the GTA, but then after one person started it, everybody else kind of trickled along and, and created their own Pakistani restaurants with fantastic interiors and fantastic murals. Um, hot chicken sandwiches is something that's also like a very, very popular option in and around the GTA. Uh, burgers as well. And something that a little bit more recently that has kind of popped up is the shawarmas on saj bread, which is the more traditional bread than the pita bread. Um, I mean, I'm not complaining. There's a lot of different halal options to, to, to eat from in the Toronto area. Um, and it's almost kind of a little bit overwhelming as a halal food blogger that there are so many options, right? Everybody keeps telling me to visit this place and visit that place. And frankly, I can't be everywhere at once, right? Very true. So, you know, on that note, Imad, you, you mentioned some of these kind of trends and cool places. Uh, our audience loves to hear from, you know, content creators like yourself about recommendations, what their favorite spots are. So let's let's go through a few different types of, of uh, cuisine right? Where you have some awesome top selections or recommendations in the Toronto area. You mentioned sandwiches first. So why don't we start with like burgers and chicken sandwiches, right? The handheld. What are some of your top uh, spots in Toronto for that? 100%. So first off, Burgers Park. Uh, that's closer to Scarborough in the North York area, Consumers Road. Uh, they do a really fantastic smash burger. Very, very simple, fresh ingredients, just straight up just smashed beef patty, lettuce, burger sauce, nice sesame seed bun. It's very standard and it's good. Sometimes I like to say that just simplicity simplicity wins. Ah, simplicity wins. So um, it, it's just refreshing to have kind of like a burger like that when we're surrounded by a lot of different options with, you know, chicken tenders on a burger or like a fried egg or a deep fried like mozzarella cheese ball or something like that. It's, it's just refreshing to see something so fresh and simple. Um, uh, in terms of other burgers, I personally really like Burgernator. That's kind of my favorite when it comes to all the outrageous burger spots. That one's in Kensington Market downtown in Toronto. Uh, and they were kind of like the pioneers. I remember going there all the way back in 2013, around 10 years ago for the first time when they opened up. And I was just kind of in awe. And then throughout the years, I've just seen burger place after burger place open up and just kind of model themselves after Burgernator. So, you know, can't forget about the OG ones in that, in that respect. Um 
Another kind of burger spot that I really like is Plan B, which is a halal South African spot. That's in Etobicoke near um, Kingsway. So that spot is absolutely amazing. Uh, the owners are fantastic people. Some of the nicest people I've ever met. Just really good representation. Uh, it's They're really good representation of, of good Muslims in Islam. Um, the food is exceptional. It's very different. It's a very different kind of burger. Some of the burgers are very peri-based. So it's got a different kind of flavor than your typical salt and pepper. Um, and some chicken sandwiches that I've had that I really, really enjoy. One is Chen Chen's. They do a Szechuan uh, hot chicken sandwich, which is excellent. Um, and they do it with like these big dolls style fries, which is really, really nice. Um, and then PJ Clux is probably my favorite um, halal um, fried chicken sandwich. I don't know if they advertise that they're halal, but they do sell, uh, they do get their chicken from a hand slaughtered halal source. So PJ Clux is my personal favorite. And they have this like jalapeno hot honey one that I tried in university and I just absolutely fell in love with it. So in terms of handhelds, I'd say those are like kind of like my top five spots, I would say. Those are some phenomenal picks. Um, before we jump on, uh, because I, I've got a couple of other sort of sets of recommendations to ask you for, what is your take? You know, one of my favorite halal burger places in in GTA is Hero Burger. Have Have you had that? And and what's your take on it? Plenty of times I've had Hero Burger. Plenty of times. Um, I would say it's very underrated for sure. Um, it's classic. Uh, it's definitely different because they, I, I believe it's a frozen burger, but there's just something about the taste that, you know, has to be coming back every once in a while. You know, you're, sometimes you're just not craving something as gourmet as Burgernator or Burger's Park. Sometimes you just want like just a raw burger, just a straight up burger, right? And your burger tends to never really hit the spot. It's consistent. Um, it's good, but I would go to the other places as well. But um, I, I usually don't have complaints with your burger. Yeah, I think you've pegged it just right, right? Like it always seems to be around and it's hit the spot for me a few times. The other thing I appreciate about Hero Burger is the owner is not Muslim. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's not a Muslim, but he wanted to kind of make this accessible to the Muslim community, you know, out of, you know, sort of kindness and generosity, but also out of a business sense. And, and we're cool with both, right? Like if there's... If there's a market to be served, we want people to know that you as a restaurant owner are going to be better off offering halal. Mm -hmm. 100%. And that's something that uh, we kind of in the food blogging community, especially in Toronto, really advocate for is just not just supporting uh, Muslim owners and Muslim owned businesses is also supporting the non-Muslims as well. Um, and being able to have a platform like this where we showcase a lot of different halal options really sends out a message to those restaurant owners as well that do not offer all offer halal options and sends the message saying like, Hey, there's a market for this kind of stuff, right? People will like, it's a, it's a market waiting to get capitalized on. So, um, definitely as food bloggers, we, we advocate for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that we, you know, at halal run, we try to provide that service as well to the community, which is going to these restaurants that are maybe not owned by Muslims, uh, but could have a, you know, following. And we, you know, we remind them that, you know, you operate on margins that are this thin, right? Mm -hmm. The food industry is not traditionally very lucrative, at least the restaurant segment of mm -hmm. the food industry. And if you can grow your, you know, your revenue by, I've seen 10, 20, 30% of, you know, not like South Asian or Middle Eastern foods, but other, other cuisines, right? They'll get mm -hmm. a 20, 30% bump because, you know, oh, wow, it's the only Thai place that's, that's halal. 
right? So then a huge number of Muslims will show up. So it's a powerful argument. We're going to keep making it. And I'm glad that you're making it up in Toronto too. Yeah, 100%. I think it has to be, it has to be stood up for. Awesome. So back to your recommendations. You had, you know, you know, said earlier that a couple of the trends you've seen or, or sort of waves of popular types of spots. Um, we talked about burgers. You also mentioned shawarma. And mm-hmm. I will warn you before you jump into the list that I am uh, a massive, massive shawarma lover. And, uh, you know, usually we don't hold people to things, but I might come try all of your spots. So no pressure, but what are some of your top shawarma places in the greater Toronto area? I'll tell you what, there's always pressure when people ask me for recommendations because there's always that fear of people not liking what I've recommended and, you know, it always just torches my heart a little bit, but it is what it is, right? Um, In terms of shawarma, again, like that's something that we have a lot of in the GTA. Like I'm sure there's plenty of people who are sick of shawarma, but not these spots in my opinion. Um, There's a couple in Scarborough and then there's a couple in Mississauga. I'll start with the Mississauga ones. First off, shawarma al-Zaim. Uh, it's a fantastic shawarma spot. They do traditional shawarma on Saj. Uh, just really classic, great garlic sauce, great chicken, great beef. Um, and they're located on Eglinton and Tompkin. Uh, very close by, there's another shawarma spot called Yassin's, which I also really, really love. Uh, very similar in terms of what they offer. Um, I love their chicken Saj, pickles, garlic, chicken. That's pretty much it. Uh, and that's how I like my shawarma as well. Um also in the similar area of Mississauga, Dixie and Rathburn, there's a place that I personally love called Lizette Shawarma, and they have a fantastic shawarma plate where they drizzle a lot of different sauces on it. Not really traditional, but it tastes excellent, so we don't discriminate in that sort of respect. Um, the final two shawarma spots that I have on my list are Gladier Shawarma on Lawrence and Scarborough. Classic spots, like they do charcoal grilling inside and it's like a market so you kind of really get that ethnic feel from it uh it's an excellent spot and then finally sumac which is also in scarborough on lawrence that's personally my favorite shawarma uh i love their chi- uh, their chicken shawarma their shishtawuk shawarma um what i really really appreciate about that place is that it's done on charcoal not a lot of places do charcoal and i re- and as an avid barbecuer myself in the summer like i really respect the taste of charcoal and I respect the work that goes into cooking on charcoal. Um, but sumac has just got a fantastic shawarma. Like they make their pitas fresh. Their they make their bread fresh. They make all their sauces in house, from what I know. Um, and it's just like an excellent taste. Like you can't really beat that whole charcoal taste. I'm so with you. There are um, so many different ways to heat up food. And uh, and they all make such a big difference. So I'm a big fan of charcoal grilling myself too. So that those were amazing picks. Like I said, next time I come to Toronto, I might try every one of them and then give you a call uh, to let you know they were. Uh, you know, you you said earlier, like you know, sometimes you crave kind of like something simple, uh, but sometimes you do crave things that are like unique, off the wall, a little different. Right, a little special, um, and every city in North America, major city, has its share of like shawarma and burger places that are halal, um, and they should, right? And bless everyone who does that. And sometimes halal eaters want to try some other types of stuff. So, what are some of your top recommendations of other kind of unusual, unique types of food that are halal in Toronto? 
<laughs> yeah, excellent. I have a bunch. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll maybe keep it to like six or seven, but I have like a bunch of different options that I personally really, really enjoy. And I love these businesses because they offer great food and they're great people. Um, first on my list is this place in Brampton on um, Mississauga Road in Steeles. This place is called Anato. It's a healthy Caribbean, healthy Caribbean kitchen. So they do like a base. They do some, you know, they have like rice, pasta, all that kind of stuff. And they do like traditional jerk chicken or oxtail and that sort of stuff. And it's just Caribbean food with a little bit of a healthy twist to it. And I personally love their food. And the owners are are Jamaican and they're Jamaican Muslim as well. And they're they're fantastic people. Uh, I haven't really had food like that in the GTA. Like there's other Caribbean spots, but you know, these guys have like a little bit of like a like a home touch to it. So uh, I love the food over there and I've been going back ever since I tried it last summer or two summers ago in 2021. Um, I mentioned plan B. I, I, that's one of the spots that I completely die for all the time. Like I, I would hundred percent ride for them. Like the owners, like the, the mission behind the restaurant, all that kind of stuff. Halal South African food. You have to try it. It's excellent. They have these traditional, um, burrower sausage, which is made of beef, I believe. Um, and it's, they use natural casing as well. So there's like a little bit of a snap to it as well, which is really excellent. Not a lot of people are doing something like that. Um, they do steaks, lamb chops, peri peri chicken, and then they have their burgers as well. Um, they do traditional South African barbecue, which is called braai. Um, and I love, I, I love their food so much. Um, Eggstatic is a classic in Toronto. They do halal brunch. There's not a lot of halal brunch places, obviously, because, you know, a, a lot of, you know, non-halal eaters, regular people in, in Toronto, like the lead bacon and stuff like that. But there's not a lot of spots that are exclusively halal when it comes to like the brunch sense. So, uh, Eggstatic is a classic choice when it comes to that. Um, in Oakville, there's a spot called, um, the Hungry Dragon, also known as Mickey's Pizza. I used to go there all the time when I was, uh, in high school because my high school was close by there. And they do deep dish pizza with halal toppings. The owners are really, really lovely people. Um, and they're people who also look out for the halal community as well. And they have a separate halal menu. So if you're into deep dish pizza, I personally think it's a little bit better than the the pizza they got in Chicago. Um, but it's excellent. Um, another spot in Mississauga called Song Cooks. They do um, halal Korean fried chicken. Nobody's doing that. Like It's very, very hard to find the halal Korean spot. Um, or at least a Korean spot with halal options. Um, and all their, their meats are halal. So, you know, you could have like, you know, tradition, Korean, uh, traditional Korean short ribs. I recently had a kimchi pancake over there, which is the first time I had something like that, which was pretty good. Um, but the star of the show is always their Korean fried chicken. It's crispy, it's spicy, um, and it leaves kind of like a little bit of a nice taste in your mouth after, which is excellent. Um, I always tend to go back over there when I want when I want fried chicken over the traditional Popeyes and all that kind of stuff that's halal in the GTA. Um, so that's another great spot in Mississauga. Um, barbecue, if you like barbecue, there's a spot downtown, DuPont Street, uh, called Backyard Smokehouse. That's one of the spots in in Toronto that I feel is the only ones really doing barbecue well because I've had the barbecue in the States in Houston. I've had the barbecue in the States in uh, Dearborn and it's kind of miles ahead of toronto in terms of like the barbecue scene and i would say backyard smokehouse is the closest but when it comes to traditional american barbecue the brisket is really juicy the ribs are fall off the bone um and i generally enjoy my meals whenever i go there and finally i guess i'll talk about east meets west they're like a food packager here or they make their own meats and then they package it and they sell it to different kind of supermarkets and that sort of thing so they have a store 
uh, where you can actually get sandwiches made. It's kind of a little bit of a hidden gem in Mississauga. I think everybody in Mississauga kind of knows about it, but it's kind of tucked away in a little plaza uh, at Cawthra and Queensway, if you're in the area. And they do these amazing amazing Montreal smoked meat sandwiches on rye bread with um, with all the different toppings on it. And it's just a fantastic sandwich. Like If you're in the mood for a sandwich, definitely go to East Meets West. Um, and I guess that's kind of my list when it comes to unique options, things that you can't really find anywhere else in the world or anywhere else like in the GTA, maybe the barbecue, but in terms of what we got in the GTA, I think, you know, one of the, one of the advantages of being in Toronto all the time is we're surrounded by diversity, right? So, um, and very, very accepting people. So everybody is going to try and, you know, look out for the halal community, which is like a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is an awesome list thank you so much that's uh of course man that's some good stuff that's uh uh i'm feeling both hungry and full at the same time just listening to that uh so so definitely some great spots to check out so i'm on shifting gears a little bit you mentioned right you started blogging only in covid and you know alhamdulillah you've a lot of viewers right a lot of followers a lot of you know, a great following online that you've built up in a relatively short amount of time. There are a lot of people who blog for much, much longer and don't grow nearly as quickly. What do you think it is? Like, how do you, how have you done it? What are some of the reasons for, for that, uh, that great success? Yeah, that's a great question. When I jumped into food blogging, I had already had two years of blogging experience on TikTok. So I kind of like, not to be arrogant at all, but I kind of knew what I was doing. So like I, I had known how the algorithm works and the biggest tip that I have for any up and coming bloggers or anyone that wants to actually grow their following is believe in yourself. One, believe that people are out there to enjoy your content. And two is consistency. That's the most important thing is consistency is always just kind of posting, 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 because it's never going to, you know, latch onto the algorithm if you don't post consistently. Right. So if you ever, if you ever want to grow your page, like a hundred percent, the biggest thing that you have to do is, is just obviously create good content and, and be consistent with it and have have raw passion when it comes to it. Don't do it for the sake of just doing it. Do it because you actually have a passion for it, right? So that's what I feel that I like I, I really kind of fell out of love out of my own personal TikTok because I lost a passion for that. And then I shifted my passion uh, I, I shifted my social media towards food blogging, which is something that I had a passion for because I always like to try new restaurants, go out with my friends, do all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, hey, if I'm doing this stuff all the time, might as well just start food blogging it and we'll see where it goes from there. And I'll have all that. It's got me to a point today where, you know, I've established a lot of different partnerships with with brands and restaurants. And um, I've kind of developed a little bit of a personality too, where where people are recognizing me and stuff like that. So like, it's it's a blessing. That's great. That's that's great to hear. Um, are there other kind of bloggers, whether they're, you know, halal food bloggers or just food bloggers uh, who you really like or who kind of inspired you early on or like whose stuff you check out? Yeah, um, I would say in terms of inspiration, I wanted to start my page completely fresh and kind of bring a little bit of a twist to the halal food and food blogging scene with my voiceovers. Um, so in terms of inspiration, I didn't really draw from too many people. Um, I will say that the community has been around here for a while in Toronto. And one person that uh, I really, really enjoy their content and I really, really support and I and had, who has also been supporting me since I started food blogging is Munchalal. He's also one of the, I don't like to say this, but me and him are kind of like the heavyweights when it comes to food blogging in Toronto. 
Um, he's a really, really nice guy. Makes excellent content. He's the always finding hitting gems before anybody else in the uh, in the halal food blogging world. Um, so he's a really, really nice guy. Definitely look up to him as kind of a little bit of a mentor when it comes to um, you know interacting with a lot of these uh, halal restaurants in the GTA and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, much halal is like a is a fantastic dude, fantastic platform. Y'all should go follow him if you're not doing doing that already. Um, and some other people that I have in mind as well. Um, and one person who has been following me since my early TikTok days before I was food blogging uh, is someone by the name of Ali Author. Uh, she's a fantastic person, great personality, really kind of like enthusiastic and um, and kind of bubbly. Um, she's someone who's been supporting me before I even started food blogging. She was, she was one of my first followers on my food blog. Um, and she's just, you know, having someone as a support outlet when you start this kind of stuff is always really really important so i also want to give a huge shout out to her as well she makes fantastic food and lifestyle content as well um so she's just been a great support system throughout this entire journey as well uh and then finally also in terms of the toronto um food blogging scene there's there's another food blogger it's a pair of sisters their names their name on instagram is toronto food munchies um they're just lovely people to work with i really enjoy their coordination their um, ability to kind of capture the audience's kind of attention. They're a little bit of a smaller platform, but um, I genuinely enjoy like the style of content. I think there are some of the food bloggers in Toronto that offer a little bit of creativity when it comes to like their shots and like their lighting and how they do that kind of stuff. Um, you'll see that this there's, there's just a very very big saturation of food bloggers in Toronto, uh, and a lot of them are just doing it for the sake of doing it, and they have like a very refreshing kind of twist to it where it's just very coordinated and it's just really nice really nice to see awesome those are some great uh great bloggers for all of us to check out uh i've obviously heard of of uh a couple of them uh but always good to hear about new ones so in along similar lines um imad we at halal run we're all about you know Muslims supporting other Muslims, right? And when the halal, halal food scene is so much about that. You have so many restaurant owners who actually, you know, they're in it. It's a livelihood. It's a business. But a lot of their motivation is supporting the community. Uh, and we like to celebrate Muslims in the food industry and outside the food industry as well. Uh, so one question we like to ask people is, especially in the West, right, whether it's Canada or the U.S. or the U.K. or in the West, um, who are some Muslims of any any walk of life, whether it's, you know, food, sports, business, politics, whatever. who are some Muslims that you admire, you appreciate their work, you like what they're doing, and, and why? Mm -hmm. Great question. Um, I would say there's a couple, for sure, uh, in the West, and maybe I'll squeeze one that's not from the West, but you know, sure. has an impact on the West as well. Um, but one person that I really enjoy, I love watching their Islamic lectures is, um, Nomad Ali Fan, Ustad Nomad Ali Fan. Um, he just has a very captivating way of speaking, uh, especially to the younger generation, which I like to, you know, attribute myself to. Um, and the fact that we have someone who's a lecturer, someone who, you know, teaches Quran, Tafsir and stuff like that, that attracts the attention of pretty much anyone that he speaks to, um, is very very interesting to me and the way that he kind of you know tells the stories of the quran and that sort of thing and ties in the arabic language into the tafsir and stuff it's just amazing and it's mesmerizing how good he's he is at that so 
I love watching his lectures. He's coming to our city, so I'm really excited for his lectures uh, coming up right before Ramadan. Uh, another person also, uh, Yasser Qadi, similar in that uh, in, in that sort of respect where he does a lot of those lectures, but he has a little bit more of like an academic touch to it, which I'm also really, really interested in um, in, in hearing. Uh, he likes to talk a little bit more uh, when it comes to history of Islam, that sort of thing. So I enjoy that as well when it comes to like, you know, obtaining Islamic knowledge and that sort of thing. Um, another YouTuber, he's based out of the UK. Uh, his name is Smile to Jenna. His name is also Zishan. Um, and he's just someone who just keeps it real. Uh, and, you know, it's good to have people who don't kind of beat around the bush and just are very, very straight up. And they talk about, you know, pressing matters in the world, like, like the hypocrisy of the West and all that kind of stuff. So it's just a, uh, it's nice to have like a refreshing, uh, kind of video from him where he talks about all that kind of stuff where, whether it's, you know, things in pop culture, whether it's like, you know, hypocrisy in X country's media or that sort of thing. So, um, it's good because he kind of puts Muslims in the limelight and he encourages us to like fight for ourselves and to not stand for a lot of the stuff that's being pushed in terms of like the, the image of Muslims and the image of Islamophobia all around the world. Um, and then finally, not really from the West, um, but he's an athlete. Uh, I enjoy watching cricket a lot, especially Pakistani cricket. Uh, Muhammad Rizwan, who's the wicketkeeper for Pakistan, he is just an absolute gem of a guy. He's probably my favorite cricket player because he's just good with the bat, good with the gloves, and he's also just an insane, like just amazing character as well. Um, he's memorized the Quran. He's kind of created this um, atmosphere within the Pakistan national team to, you know, consistently pray and all that kind of stuff. So having good role models like that, I think is, is, is really, really important. And the fact that, you know, cricket's kind of like the second most popular sport in the world, like it is global, right? And, um, you know, people who just carry that sort of energy and have like a very Islamic nature towards them, it spreads to the people around them. So uh, it makes me very, very proud to be a Pakistani cricket fan. It makes me very, very proud to be a Muslim. And it makes me very, very proud to be Pakistani as well. So those are my guys. Alhamdulillah, man. Great picks. Great, great, uh, great people. Great role models. Uh, so thanks for sharing that. And, you know, Imad, thank you so much for, for being on our show today. Uh, this was awesome. I, I think... Uh, all of our viewers in Toronto and the rest of Canada and the rest of the world are really going to enjoy this. And once again, thank you, not just for being on the show, but like I said, you know, we're all a community in the halal food and the greater Muslim community, but in the halal food world, we're community and, and you and, you know, peers of yours serve such a, an important function. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are just motivated by love for, for the food, but also for the community. And we, you know, we thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. All right. See you soon. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum assalam. Thanks for joining us. Halal Run is the number one guide to halal eating options in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., where we feature over 17,000 listings in over 2,500 cities. You can find us on our website at halalrun.com and also on all our socials where our handle everywhere is at Halal Run. And if you like today's episode, be sure to hit subscribe so we can bring you more content just like this. We are here to serve you.